You're listening to Clonk, the Cardiff University Students' Union podcast. Between Grando and Clonk, part like that in the Mavarwer Privescal Hi everyone and welcome to Clonk, the Cardiff Students' Union podcast. My name is Angie, I'm your Vice President for Scottish Students and today I'm here with India and Poppy from Student Advice to talk about moving out. So do you want to introduce yourselves? I'm India and I work in student advice as an advice and advocacy coordinator. I'm Poppy, I'm also an advice and advocacy coordinator working with India and student advice, obviously in the students' union. Oh, thank you both for introducing yourselves. Well, we know that now it's already June. We're all thinking about moving out, myself as well. And I'm pretty sure that we, we could help um, having some tips from you. Perfect. Yeah, I know it comes around so fast every year. I can't believe we're already pretty much in June. Um, but today we're just here to talk a little bit about like about moving out. So what you need to think about when you are moving out of your student housing as we realise that's around the corner and then importantly how to get your deposit back. Yeah, I feel like we should start with um, how you can get your deposit back because I imagine that's kind of at the top of students' priorities. Definitely, it's I feel like it, it is definitely, <laughs> definitely one of my loans priorities. Are running low. Um, oh my gosh, yeah, definitely. So yeah, we know obviously know that it is a challenge to get your deposit back, and it's quite daunting as well. And you know, sometimes they do make it a little bit of a challenge, but it's something that we can help students with, and we often help students with. So we just want to get the word out about that. Um, I feel like the main thing is always that you need to ask for your deposit back, which kind of seems counterintuitive, and you'd think you would just get it back, but you should actually formally request it. So like. Um, writing an email normally they say letter but it's email these days really isn't it to your landlord or your lettings agent center ask for that back and then they'll normally come back with um deductions and you know taking some money off and then that's where we can come in especially and where we have some tips um in terms of how you can ensure that you do get your deposit back when you request it and also that if they say no there are options and things that we can advise on as well past that point um, you can also dispute any um, deductions that you disagree with. For example, you might have paid for your property to be professionally cleaned um, and you could evidence this, I guess, either with like the record of the bill or photos of the condition of the property. Um, another thing to mention is that if after formally requesting your deposit back, they don't give it to you, um, you can approach your tenancy deposit protection scheme if you had one when you started. Yes, we would imagine that most students will have a deposit in a tenancy deposit scheme and it should now, um, that's kind of a requirement on housing law. I won't bore you with all the housing law that goes alongside that. Um, but yeah, so you can go to them and ask for your um them to take a look at the deductions that are made so that's why there are tenancy deposit schemes so they can't just take all the money and kind of give you no valid reason to do it um so yeah there are deadlines for that but it's all on our web pages um we have really good web pages for housing but there seems to be millions of them on the Cardiff Students Union web page so if you ever have any like concerns worries just head there because there's so much information and if it's not there you can always contact us as well and we'll drop our contact details at the end of the podcast um, but yeah, essentially the order is kind of ask your landlord um, and request it formally if you that doesn't work and they say no or you just disagree with what they've taken away. Um, you can contact your tenancy deposit scheme and then if they say no and you don't, you're unhappy with the decision that they make, then you can go through small claims um, court and request it that way. But obviously we would like it not to get to that point and that's kind of where we can support students with where it'll go from there. But like India said earlier, the importance of taking photos um, is something I think is so important when you're moving out when you're and when you're moving in. So 
you know, we often say like when you move out, if like into India said, if you have a professional clean, taking a photo and like the state of the house can kind of help with that. Yeah, that is true. In fact, I got my house professional clean two years ago and we had, first of all, the receipt, but also uh, pictures of it, right? And also like last year, we didn't get it professionally cleaned, but we learned how to clean. <laughs> so we actually left the place spotless and we just took pictures and we were able to just send it through via email. So yeah, this is a very, very useful um, advice. Thank you so much. Uh, do you guys have any more tips on what students can do when they're moving out or just before they move out? Um, I think one of the most important things is kind of communicating with your household. Definitely. I think making a group chat or having a little discussion about who's going to do what. I think it's very common. It's, you know, kind of you'd expect to do your own room. But obviously there are communal spaces, gardens if you've got one, front gardens. Especially coming out of student halls and into a house, you realize how much space you actually have and how much space you need to clean. So kind of communicating who's going to do what. I think I've had personal experience of being the last one left. Oh my God, me too. <laughs> and it was awful. Exactly. And you don't want to be, you know, you reluctant to kind of clean up after everyone else. But also you want your deposit back as much as everyone else. And so then it's kind of like weighing it up and you kind of do just have to do it. Yeah, that's but true. if you can do anything to avoid that... Yeah, I think that maybe one of the biggest things that I have learned after being here in Cardiff for four years and doing my whole degree here, it was to know when each one of you are going to move out. Yeah, Because definitely. exams finish very different, like in different times or maybe your assessments now that everything's online. So you want to know who's the last person to leave and try to do as much as you can before leaving this person on their own. If it, if it needs to be clean the oven or maybe just the laundry or maybe just as simple as just defrost the whole fridge <laughs> yeah you say simple but that it's not a fun yeah, task yeah exactly exactly but yeah that's very very insightful i thought of another thing um check the inventory that you've signed because you may you need to basically leave the property in the same condition that you had it in uh counting for um like fair wear and tear as well but i've lived in some flats like while i've been living in cardiff where there was apparently things like kitchen um utensils that we threw out that actually belonged to the property now that wasn't a student flat but that is something that you should check so just pull up from your emails the original contract and actually check what you signed yeah, definitely. I think especially with the inventory and the same way we always encourage students kind of like looking forward, especially if you're like a first or a second year, you're moving into another property in September, take photos as soon as you get there. Like if there's any marks on the wall, like a little bit of blue tack, if there's problems or issues or just general videos of every room, because that can help you with a deposit dispute the same way that an inventory can. And the inventory is done by the lettings agents and it's kind it's not always photographed as well. It's just kind of written um, description so if you can take photos that'll make the deposit dispute so much easier especially if they come back and say you did this and you're like ah I've got a photo of that being there and he has a I date <laughs> and he has a date exactly signed yeah. and dated and then it just makes the whole thing so much easier because they will you know they, they may try to do things to kind of prolong you getting your deposit back and obviously everyone just wants it back as soon as possible yeah so if you can kind of do anything to speed up the process obviously that's looking forward to the next house and if you're moving out in a few weeks going I've not taken any photos that's fine it's you can still kind of dispute your deposit and like I say, it's something that we do advise on in student advice. So just come up to us and we can help. Yeah, sounds good. Um, just having one more thing. It feels like there's so much to remember. Um, 
Oh, one more thing to mention is taking the meaty readings before you move out. Oh, yeah. um, make sure that obviously in this day and age you don't want to be paying crazy energy bills uh, so oh, you can no, basically that. <laughs> yeah the day that you know you're going to leave take the meter readings it's, it sounds really dry but again money related um you will end up you know getting your money back and if you're in um credit you can get that money back from your energy providers and split it between you and have a good summer definitely and especially as well some contracts will state that they won't give you your deposit back until you've provided evidence that you've kind of paid off all your outstanding bills. I know I had that in my second year house. So as soon as you can kind of pay off that last bill, do those final meter readings and get that kind of email screenshot that you've closed those accounts and you're kind of like, your balance is balanced? You know what I mean? <laughs> you don't owe any more money, then that can kind of speed up that process as well. Thank you so much. Uh, I think that I have learned a lot. I've also shared and I have relieved some experiences that maybe <laughs> I didn't want to relieve. But all um, everything that we can do to help others and students, especially if you're on your first year or second year and listening to this, you know, I'm pretty sure that these are things that you can relate to and you find useful because at least I'm finding useful and I'm in my fourth, five, fifth year. So, <laughs> yeah, thank you both. Um, so one thing to think about when you are actually physically moving out of the property is um, that the council may charge you up to um, like £100 as a fixed penalty notice if you leave like, rubbish outside of your house. Oh yeah, that is true. Yeah, especially if you're especially final years, if you're moving back home, if you're or moving in with friends, and you've all got you don't need like five six saucepans or frying pans. You know, people always students always want to get rid of things. We see it. You know, people kind of post leave it outside their house with free signs or post it on Facebook Marketplace. We see all stuff like that. But um, we've been talking recently about a campaign that Cardiff Digs are running, which is the Love When You Leave campaign. Yeah, so basically the Love When You Leave campaign um, is on the Cardiff Digs website run by Cardiff Council and they've basically got loads of tips for students so that you don't end up getting a fixed penalty notice um, and also can get rid of all your rubbish without having to drive maybe like three years worth of uni-related stuff home that you don't need. So things that there are kind of running up until this point are weekly curbside collections. Um, you can also get rid of non-perishable food and clothing, um, either through the Love When You Leave campaign donation points or the YMCA donation points. I don't know if you guys have seen like those white bins, um, those YMCA bins. Oh, there, yeah. There's loads in Canton and I think there's some in Roth as well. Yeah. Um, and basically you can just put stuff straight into there. They're often in like car parks of co-ops and things like that. Yeah, that's I didn't know that. Yeah. For so, like clothes donations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, to that point as well, probably like Albany Road is a good place. There's loads of charity shops and you could probably donate lots of stuff if you've got rubbish and you don't want to take a trip to the tip um, in like Rumney. But also that is where the Cardiff tip is. If you've <laughs> got a kind friend or family member with a car, you can go to Lambie Way and get rid of loads of stuff. Um, and there's also like a furniture um, YMCA in Colchester Avenue in Roth. Um, oh. So basically kind of Penelan direction up the hill. Um, and that's another place you can drop off loads of bulky items without having to like get a skip or try and work out how to put like half broken Ikea furniture into your recycling <laughs> bags. Instead of that, you can kind of 
get rid of stuff through all the different options that love when you leave of um signposted for students yeah. yeah and all their information's on the cardiff digs website which is something we signpost students to all the time as well um and yeah like we say when you're leaving at when you're leaving your property you often you sometimes you buy like spare furniture if it doesn't come with enough and you might think you're doing the landlord a favor by leaving that furniture for them for the next tenants but it's best to always check especially if you're leaving stuff in the property that that's okay and that won't be kind of like taken from your deposit because as much as it might look as you're you know like you're doing a helpful thing and you're leaving um furniture for them that might be seen if they need to pay for that to be removed you could be charged for that it's always just worth communicating with the landlord or the land agent as well Mm. if you have anything like that because they might want to you know they might be like thank you so much and we'll keep that and have that in the property but, you know, it's always just best to check. You don't want to be caught out with any fines, especially at the end of the term. Yeah. You know, you want to have fun, <laughs> finish your <laughs> yeah. exams and then, you know. You don't really want to be worrying when there's like such a beautiful sun outside. No, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. I think that maybe like the most important point that I'm getting out from here is just communication. You yeah. know, but I would say that if possible, just have everything written via e- on email. Because maybe sometimes you can arrange something on the phone, but if afterwards you don't have any proof to show that there was an agreement made, you can be charged as well. And uh, also based on communication, I have heard that if people want to donate on charity shops, it's better to call them first Mm. because sometimes they just have so much. Yeah. They just just cannot handle. So so Exactly. I imagine there will be a lot of... Yeah, I can imagine June will be quite a big period for donations with all the students in Cardiff moving out. So like you say, it's worth it. You don't want to be tracking for 20 minutes and then get there and you need to bring it all back because they can't take your donations. And obviously the same with like leaving everything outside as well. But yeah, it absolutely is communication. And the same with, you know, if throughout, once again, kind of looking forward um, to like next academic year and further student housing, if you're if you have anything that's broken and you want it fixed or it's promised that it'll be fixed, get it all in writing because if it's not fixed and then you're charged for that breaking even though you've tried to fix that and kind of deal with the problem earlier on especially if it's something that you didn't break or it was like you know a fuse went Mm. for example you know you want everything in writing like you say Angie just so it's kind of all there and you can kind of give it to them with the photos and be like look (laughs) give me my deposit back yeah definitely we we wish we could trust everyone but (laughs) yeah yeah you better just protect yourself sometimes evidence yeah we always say just have everything in writing it's just so much easier but yeah um obviously as well uh with student advice we've been working with shelter Cymru recently in terms of housing we've been doing so we had a shelter survey which has now produced the shelter report in conjunction with um the students union and and you've been doing some interviews recently i know did you want to talk a little bit about the survey and what you yes find of out? course i think that um just so everyone knows um there hasn't really been a data collection regarding housing or the housing market in cardiff there has been one done and uh, in wales like with the national union of students however um the people that i managed to answer that survey was not very high in fact the ones um the amount of people that said, that answered the Cardiff survey was bigger. We had uh, 400 respondents, if I'm not wrong, 457. Seven. Yes, Ooh, yes. Precise numbers. Yeah, I, I recently wrote something about that. So uh, anyways, uh, so yeah, so this is the first time we have a written report. We have our students saying, this is what doesn't work. This is what works. And, you know, surprisingly, for, I didn't know that 70% of our students were able well, not were able, but they were experiencing um, these repairs in their houses yeah. or mold. And, and that is like a very high 
a very, very high, high percentage. Yeah, it is indeed. It is. So um, data like this, um, you can find it on our website. I know that we published it on the cardiofstudents.com uh, and uh, it is very insightful. And yeah, sometimes people think that, uh, why am I filling this survey? However, I would like to say that this actually helps us to have some leverage with the council and with the university when we try to say, hey, you know, everyone knows that there's mold in student houses, yeah. but this shouldn't be uh, this shouldn't be a condition. This shouldn't be a standard. This is not a rite of passage for a student, <laughs> you know? Um, no, we need to live in uh, healthy conditions and it is for our well-being at the end of the day. Exactly. And um, like you say, in terms of the importance of these surveys, it informs our advice as well, because obviously then we get to see what students are experiencing. We only see the students that come to us and this kind of gave a wider kind of representation of the housing market in Cates. And I know off the back of that survey, we're going to run a damper mold campaign, I think, in the next academic year, just to kind of raise awareness of that, because we know it's such a big issue. And I think when you do a survey like this, it kind of quantifies it and it becomes less anecdotal in terms of what we see but actually we're getting like real figures and real statistics and to work with Shelter Cymru on something's great because then we can obviously obviously hopefully make some changes. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. I'm positive about that. I'm positive. <laughs> like everyone was very excited about seeing numbers because of course we have heard it all this time for the past decades. I don't know how many, but seeing the numbers that was powerful. So thank you so much for that. You're welcome. Well I think that then this is everything for today if I'm not wrong. Am I missing something? No, I think that's pretty much everything that we wanted to cover. Um, like I say, this is something that student advice um, kind of advise on. Um, all the topics we've discussed today and more. Like I say, we've got so much on our house on our housing web pages on cardiffstudents.com, but also you can contact us as well. So you can contact us via email at advice at cardiff.ac.uk and also telephone at 02920 as well. But like I say, our contact details are on the webpage as well and we've got kind of live chats and everything like that. So we're very easy to get a hold of and hopefully we can help. Oh, you're always helpful. You always helped me when I was a student. So thank you for that. And uh, just to jump on that, just remember to check out also our cardiffstudent.com website. Even if it's advice or anything else that you would like to um, know more about, you can just find it there. And uh, you can also follow uh, us on social media on at Cardiff students, uh, just to know our, what's happening in the student union or around in Cardiff. Also, just a plug as well, student advice, do have an Instagram and it is C-U-S-U advice. So give us a follow as well whilst you're there because like we say we talk about our campaigns any upcoming things we've got going on so it's worth a follow and just to keep in the loop as well but yeah yeah thank you so much to both of you it was very insightful for me and i'm pretty sure for all the students that are listening to us thank you so thank much you. for having us make sure you like this episode and subscribe to our channel to get more content from cardiff su also head over to cardiffstudents.com for all the latest news Gnau for sure, ich bin ein Licher Penner, der Mann. Ich kann es in Channel, ich habe wohl...